0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm the Gnarly Gnome. This is Scentsy Brewcast. This is a very special Sensi Brewcast. I have been hoping, planning, waiting, dreaming of doing this episode for a very, very long time, so I'm really, really, really excited right now to be able to uh, to, to bring it to you guys. This is Zane Lamprey, my Zane Lamprey interview. If you, if you don't know who Zane Lamprey is, number one... Um, Go find out who Zane Lamprey is. Go to uh, Drink TV has um, his latest TV show called Four Sheets on it. And then I also believe on uh, Drink TV you can find episodes of Drinking Made Easy and episodes of Chug, two of his other TV shows. Um, as far as the one that started at all, Three Sheets, I don't know where that is streaming right now. Um, I don't know. But just you know, do some Googling if you find it. Uh, watch that show because – all of those shows are definitely inspirations for um, everything that I do as the gnome. So um, yeah, Zane Lamprey is, is, is a huge uh, celebrity in my world. <laughs> so getting the chance to do this interview with him was uh, something that I have been hoping to do for a very long time. He's getting ready to do a big, giant, and I'm talking massive uh, nationwide tour to breweries doing comedy. Uh, one of his stops is here in Cincinnati. He's going to be at fretboard. He's also going to be up in Dayton. Uh, he's going to be down in Louisville. He's going to be over in Columbus. He's going to be in Indianapolis. So if you can't get to the show at fretboard or um, Dayton or, or whatever, there are other shows close by if you want to make the pilgrimage. Uh, go to ZaneLamprey.com for tickets and for all of that stuff. Have to get that out of the way because you need to you need to see what this guy is all about. It's Yes, he's, he's very much about drinking. All of his shows are drinking shows. Um, but in the time since he started that he has taken this very, um, very strange journey throughout all of these different, uh, realms from, from drinking, obviously, um, to travel to his new company, I guess it's not new anymore, but adventure that's a D V three N T U R E. Um, because they plant three trees for everything you purchase from them. It's really, really cool stuff. Um, like I said, Huge, huge fan. Um, this is my absolute fanboy moment right now. You will never see me as excited as I am at this exact second. Um, so let's jump over, listen to the interview. Um, I'll be back in a second to uh, to wrap things up. But uh Zane Lamprey. <laughs> Zane Lamprey, welcome to the show. Um, the shows. So I have two podcasts. I have a beer podcast and a booze podcast. Am I on um, both simultaneously? I, I actually have no idea. I don't know how I'm going to work this <laughs> into this. I don't know what the smartest way to do it is. You might end up on both. It might just be <laughs> the, yeah, uh, the exact I think same fine. thing. Um, welcome. Uh, Thank you. This is really exciting for me. This is um, an interview that I have been planning in my head for a very long time.
1: Which- We've been talking about <laughs> it. And, and it's just like, you know, I, I put it off because and I put a lot of podcast interviews off. I, I, to be honest with you, I do one every day. And I've been putting it off because I, I want to have something. I, I, I want to have something to a promote and then also be able to talk about the future. I've done a lot of shows and there's great stories and all that kind of stuff. But like, you know, it's like, I don't want to keep talking about like band camp oh. or high school football. You know what I mean? Like I want to move, talk about the future. In my notes, I have specific questions just to completely
0: avoid. So no, I'm not going to ask you what the hangover cure is or the best place to grab a beer. You know, like you, know, you listen to enough podcast now, interviews and you hear the same things over and over and over. <laughs> yeah, I, know.
1: I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't necessarily mind. I don't mind those. And by the way, my whole stand up uh, is about, um, you know, shooting all those shows. And by the way, anyone who's listening, um, if you go to zainlamprey.com, you can see all, all the tour dates. And the reason I kind of throw it out there in the beginning of the interview is because we have a lot of dates that are selling out. Like we were supposed to do, well, rather when I did it before I did big venues, like, like the house of blues, like those size of, of venues, 500 to 700 people. And and sold out those and now to to mix things up I'm doing breweries and breweries for the most part are not set up to do live stand-up live music maybe live stand-up is a little different right you need to have all that space you need to have line of sight people need to see what's going on and so you know we we have breweries anywhere from 120 um uh like capacity um, I maybe mean, all the way up to like 600 with with the average being you know around 300 and so those tickets they just sell really quick right um so and then you know i'm doing um Uh, fretboard, which is probably the closest one to you, right? Yeah, sort of. So
0: depending, Cincinnati's a weird city. We've got, there's a lot of people that live. Just just
1: leave it at that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It depends what part. Uh, There's a lot of people in a very large radius that say they're from Cincinnati and feel like they're from Cincinnati in the same way that somebody that lives downtown might. Um, So there are people that live right around the corner from fretboard that are from Cincinnati. There's probably people that are 45 minutes away that still say they're from Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, so I mean, like I'm I'm from Syracuse, right? And it, it's the same thing. And people are like, "Are you from the city?" And like, "No, I'm from a suburb." But you've never heard of my suburb, so I'm going to say Syracuse. You know what I mean? And so we all just say Syracuse, especially since we're all, you know, like Syracuse University football, basketball, like that was our pro sports growing up. So right. we, we all associated with Syracuse.
0: So for anybody that, guys, anybody that is in this area that that is looking to grab tickets to one of these shows, um, obviously Fretboard, those tickets are still on sale. Dayton Beer Company, those are still on sale. Um, yeah. You are going to be down in Louisville, I believe.
1: I'll be s- in Louisville. After, um, it's right after you're here. Yeah, I think at, at 10, 10, 20 brewing uh, and then I'll be in Columbus, Columbus. at uh, BrewDog. Um, and it's interesting, you know, just again, it, it's, <laughs> I got a buddy, Steve McKenna. So anyone who who knows me probably knows my my best friend, Steve, who was a college buddy and found his way onto my shows. And Steve is a bit of, um, oh, what do we say? What's the word that we, <laughs> we should describe Steve? Uh, Steve is a unique character. How about that? And, and so, um, the, uh, when, when, when Steve, when we would go off and do productions, we would, and Steve, now Steve was not part of the producing and the pre-producing and all that kind of stuff. So, so Steve would just like, you know, um, walk in with us to go shoot at a brewery or a winery, whatever. And he's just like, this is, this is amazing. He thought that that's what we did. He didn't realize it took months of planning (laughs) and coordination. Where are we going to shoot? What are we going to discuss? Who are we going to talk to? Like, like what time of day is like, oh, just all this stuff. But before that, it's like, it's a little bit of like, nice to meet you. Here's about us. What about you? Like that kind of thing. And so with this whole tour, it's been a lot of, a lot, a lot of prep work. Uh, We started booking the tour in January and we still aren't done because everything has its own challenge. And one of the most I think interesting things is we couldn't find a location in Cleveland that worked, and we couldn't find uh, a location in Pittsburgh that worked, and it's just amazing because there's breweries there. It's just like you know it's it's partially covid gun shyness and you know space wise and the fact that we'll be there when it could be raining. so there's just right. a lot of logistics that went down to now what will be this you know, hopefully relatively (laughs) smooth tour. I can't. So even
0: just trying to, on a weekly basis, get into a tap room, find somebody to sit down with me for an hour and record a podcast. Right. even doing that is is impossible some months like it's it's incredibly yeah. difficult trying to get those schedules to all work out to try That's to right. book a tour from the other side of the country yeah during covid because you know yeah. it's you know you've been yeah. you've been yeah, still this in for it. a very yeah, long sure. time yeah. i i can't imagine so um yeah. i'm excited to see it actually happen <laughs> and, and by the
1: way so i think you talked with my tour manager giovanni right yes yes uh, when we were trying to lock down some some breweries there and i'll tell you something and and don't jump in with the answer here i was like geo i've met the gnarly, the gnarly gnome half a dozen times i've talked to him email him i don't remember his real name and geo's like i'm not going to tell you <laughs> And then Gio forgot it. And I was like, don't ask. And I don't, I'm not gonna ask. I don't want to know because, because what's the point? You are the gnarly gnome and that's all there is. There Go are, tell
0: me. There, there are <laughs> a lot of people um, locally that that's just how they know me. Like they, right. you know, I walk in and I'm like, I know them, you know, what's up? Like, I'm pretty sure yeah. that there's quite a few of them that have no idea what my real name is, nope. which is nope, part of the I fun do I me. don't, I don't, I don't want
1: to know. <laughs> it does.
0: <laughs> it, it actually ruins it a little bit. Just seeing me, honestly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so let's let's talk a little bit about how you ended up here. You, I mean, I assume that most of the people that listen to my show or watch you, whatever, anybody that follows me, I think most of them have a general idea who that you, who you are, even if you have to kind of start describing a little bit. And they're like, "Oh my god, yes, I, I know."
1: You in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the good thing is that I have a unique name, so that that does help, and then you know, if you, maybe three sheets is the trigger or maybe drinking made easy is the trigger, but like, usually it's something. And I, I'll get still to this day, I'll have like a friend that I grew up with, you know, cause I'm, I'm on, I'm on the cusp, right. I'm on the verge. I'm not like a celebrity, but in certain circles, people, people know who I am. Right. And so, you know, I have friends that are just like, wait, you went to school with Z Lamprey? You know Lamprey? And, then, and then they'll call me. And so usually if I get a call from a friend at around 10 p.m., I just let it go to voicemail. <laughs> Does, so you
0: you are in that weird kind of bubble to where if you're walking into a brewery or a bar or a place like that anywhere in the country, there's there's a likelihood that somebody is going to know who you are, recognize in you.
1: A, in a brewery, for sure. And, and sometimes way more than I expect. Now, I'll give you a good example of this. I, I'll tell you two stories. We, I, So I have a company called Adventure. Right. And that's my apparel brand. And I started that. It's it's a travel apparel brand. It's Adventure. The first E is a three because we plant three trees with every purchase. And so in 2019, November of 2019, I did a tour with Adventure where I went around because we had an investor round where people could invest in an an adventure, um, which ended up being great because we're doing another round and those people that came in on the first round, actually the value has doubled since then. So they, that was pretty great. So I, I went around the country to, and, and did it at breweries. I think I did maybe 20 breweries and just met, um, uh, just met with people who were potential investors, maybe fans of the shows just wanted to meet and hear some stories and that kind of thing. And so I was at a brewery in, um, uh, actually this happened a few times. I was a brewery in, in Las Vegas and I walked in and there's a table of guys. And one of the guys is wearing one of my adventure jackets. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hey guys. And he's like, well, what's <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm like, well, I'm here for the adventure thing. He's like, what adventure thing? I'm like, Oh, you're just here. I didn't realize. <laughs> and you were at the table at the front. And like, it was just kind of, it was just kind of funny. And that also happened in, uh, in Louisville. Uh, same kind of thing. I walked up to a bunch of guys and like, Hey guys, I, I like your jacket. Um, we're meeting out back for the beer and they're like, what are you, what are you talking about? So it's like in breweries that does happen. And, and another, it's just, it's just, it's just one of those things, right? When you get around this group that knows me, it's like if, if I was a famous poker player, if I went into a <laughs> casino, I'd be more right. likely to be recognized. Right. So there's a brewery that we're, 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 we're we still haven't locked down our Seattle uh, location yet. And so we're talking to a bunch of breweries. There's just not a lot of breweries with a lot of space, especially, come on, it's Seattle. So it needs to be indoors. And so, um, there's a brewery called lowercase and Nick, the owner and I are friends. And he was outside yesterday, uh, measuring his parking lot to see if he (laughs) could put a tent out there. So he's out there with a tape measure and just kind of writing it down, whatever. And a guy comes up and says, Hey, are you measuring for Zane Lamprey's comedy tour? And Nick was like, Yes, I yes I am. <laughs> like, how did you know that? He's like, oh, I just kind of figured I knew you guys were friends, and just like, how oh, ran. And then the guy just like walked away. Like <laughs> it's just kind of a weird, like it, there could be a million things that he's measuring for. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and, and it just so happened. So in the in the brewery world, and I and I would imagine in your 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 uh your 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 world, you know, of, of your listeners, I would imagine that better chance of me of people knowing who I am than maybe in, in the poker world. Does,
0: does (laughs) you never know? (laughs) know. Does, does that, does that get old sometimes though? The fact that maybe Uh, you can't, you can't walk into a brewery and, and just sit down and have a beer or
1: never, never. It always surprises me. I never, I never do anything. So this is where I am. I'm, you know, I'm a totem pole of, of celebrity dumb, is that I never ever walk into anything assuming that anybody knows who I am, and that's not like a conscious thing. That's a subconscious thing. I just never assume that anybody knows. And so even if I, even when I when I did walk into those event adventure things, when I was doing them at breweries, I walked into a packed brewery. I just assumed the brewery was packed. I didn't know it was packed with people waiting for me. I just assumed like, oh, where's the group of people that wanted to meet me? Are they in the back? And like, no, the manager's like, no. They, this is it. It's it's all these people. I'm like, oh wow. So places like Phoenix and Portland and Denver and you know those those kind of things happen. So does it get old? No. The only thing getting old is me. <laughs> oh. the, the notoriety does absolutely not, does not get old.
0: It, well, you you still look as wonderful as you always have.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that. I have that filter on my, on my computer.
0: <laughs> um, so going back to this journey, you 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 land three sheets almost as an accident you were sure. uh, you know you were auditioning for a different show and yeah. anybody can hear that story from several other podcasts yeah but.
1: you know it's funny i i was i going through my stand-up this is my stand-up right here on these on these pages so this is my this is my stand-up and you you can see these are my wife my wife's notes it's my <laughs> handwriting with my wife's notes, my wife's notes so we'll sit out by the fire pit. I'm making her do it every night now. And she, she, she's, she's, she's a good partner. She, she, she enjoys doing it and we'll go through and I will tell her the jokes. And then she will, um, you know, we'll talk about either what could, what I could do to punch it up or maybe if I should eliminate it. So I've been eliminating things. And one of the things I eliminated was that story about how I initially got the show, but I was telling it the other day on a, on a, on a podcast, and they were laughing and I was like, oh, maybe the show, maybe this story goes back in. So I think that's a story that probably can work its way back in because it's like this, the act goes big and then small right. and then it grows again and whatever. And so, you know, now I'm sort of just like, it's, it's, it is a living thing. It's an evolving thing. This, the stand-up, because, you know, there's, there's the foundation of the stories and then there's, um, there's the riffing. Right. And you know, there's some stories that like, like we had a story, I was talking with my, my tour manager, Giovanni, who was also a producer and camera camera guy for drinking Mid-Easy and Chug and Four Sheets. And he was like, we were talking about a story where the only time we ever had to call 911 uh, while doing the show, and it does possibly involve my wife and her twin sister and their friends, um, <laughs> Getting drunk, so <laughs> and so, I was like, you know, I did make a deal that I would never tell that story, but it's been long enough. I think the Did you tell of it on your right now, podcast? What's that? Didn't you tell it on your podcast? I you know is that that's the one where we called nine one one when they when they were in the room and they and they passed out and whatever yeah yeah, yeah. so there you go it's the story's <laughs> out there it's it's public domain at this point
0: <laughs> yeah. so but you know this this you talk about evolution of of stand up and like I when I'm sitting here and I'm looking at all these notes of of your career to get to this point like it. Evolution is the only way I can think to describe kind of this path that you've taken. You know what? It's it's clearly uh, not it's, it's, planned it's, out ahead of time.
1: <laughs> no, you know what? It's, it's 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 not evolution as much as it is persistence, because if if I wasn't continuously pushing this boulder, and, I, and I'm not trying to give myself credit, but if I if I was not continuously pushing this boulder up a hill, drinking made easy would not have happened. Four sheets, chug this tour you know, the, 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 the natural, natural progression of things is that that things want to fade away. Uh, and the new comes in. And so, you know, I'm, I'm constantly talking to production companies and networks about doing another drinking travel show and all this kind of stuff. And those, those conversations are a daily thing, but I just, I'm not content being at the whim of a network executive (laughs) of any network snap their fingers, make the whole thing go away. That that said of any
0: network anymore.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's no network that I haven't (laughs) shut down, but like, but like, yeah. And, and, and and what is even that anymore? Other networks and you know, whatever. And so, you know, it's like, um, um, it's funny. I turned off my phone so I wouldn't be bothered by text and now they're coming through on my computer. Um, (laughs) but, uh, and that was instantly my my wife's uh, twin sister, who is also known as Shakeway Girl, which again oh. it's a story that probably needs to get told. Um, so um, what did I think I deviated too far. What was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the evolution of of kind of your your yeah, your, you know, your path. Oh yeah. So so it's like it's like the network. The, you can be doing great or feel like you are and the show's doing well, and then the network just either it sells or it, it gets a new, a new CEO or whatever it is, like all these things where you can literally, at the snap of a finger, go away. And that's what's happened. And so I was like, I'm going to do a stand-up comedy tour where the only thing, the only entity that can stop me is, is God – And of course in 2020, (laughs) she was like, I'm going to, you know, (laughs) she snapped her fingers and she's like, don't tempt me. (laughs) And you know, because, because I was supposed to do this tour and the the brewery tour in 2020. Right. So we had, we just, I've been in a holding pattern for, you know, a year, which is just amazing. Um, Tickets were supposed to go on sale St. Patrick's day of 2020 and it paused. I, I think we we might be better off for
0: it. Uh, so from, I don't know, you know, from my perspective. So my, my youngest kid was born last year in April. And I remember at that time before the tickets were getting ready to go on sale, I was terrified. I'm like, Oh my God, Zane Lamprey is finally going to come to Cincinnati and do this comedy tour. And he's going to book it right when I have this kid that's due and I'm not oh. going to be able to go. So it, yeah. it worked out for me. <laughs>
1: you no, know, listen, I don't know. I, I, I don't remember what the expression is. Right. But, when when someone else goes down, another person <laughs> rises up. Maybe that's that's definitely not the expression. But but like there, you know, it's a silver lining, right? You can always you can always find the positives and everything. But when when you're
0: pushing this this boulder up a hill of of you know, trying to figure out what the next thing is and the, keeping bo- this the whole boulder thing-
1: has a big word written on the side and it's relevant. <laughs> But, That's all I'm doing. I'm, I'm pushing a boulder of relevance, trying to try to stay relevant.
0: But when when you're pushing that, how do you in your head know which direction is the right way up this hill? I mean, you
1: know, it, it, you never. You just have to trust. You just have to trust because I've put a lot of eggs into the baskets of I just got to get another show, and they've happened, right? Like I had Chug and that Geo went one season. I did. Uh, Four sheets for a a, a short-lived network called Drink TV, one season. And so, you know, when I did Drinking Made Easy, we had three seasons, but they just decided to turn into a live music channel right in the middle of that. And so, you know, at this point, I was like, look, I want to go on the road. I'm excited to go on the road. I, you know, I've said no to a few shows because I'm going on tour. I'd rather, on some level, go out and do this than actually do tv i would love if there's a a hybrid of that where i'm splitting my year between stand up and doing you know and and doing a a television show but you know it's just about taking everything that i know and putting a few or a lot of eggs into one basket and and seeing if it works and so you know when i went and did the the adventure tour when i hit up 20 cities where you you know you were at the one in cincinnati and, you know, that was like, um, I, I went, met people, you know, talked about adventure for five minutes. If you want to invest great, but you know, I just, I'm just here to kind of spread goodwill. And I started telling a bunch of stories and I realized that a, from the turnout of a number of people and the interest in the story is like, I should, I should be doing, I should be doing stand-up. Like, this is a really good indication that I should be doing stand-up. Like we went to places like Philly. At Phoenix and Portland and Seattle and a, and Denver, where there was like two hundred people that showed up just to, just to like hear me BS. Yeah. Now yeah. it's like it's 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 rehearsed, you know, uh, refined stuff, and I want it to be more of like a party. A hybrid of party and comedy.
0: Well, and that's the the vibe of a tap room is very different than the vibe of a of a theater where you're sitting and you're watching stand up and that's right. I, it just it all it all works so perfect for it's
1: it, well it's interesting that you say that and because my wife and I were talking about this yesterday is like in a theater, you're more likely to be able to treat it like a like a monologue in that I'm up there, I'm hitting the beats, telling the jokes, telling the stories, it's going smoothly but when we're in you know a, a brewery situation and you know drinking and whatever it's like you you run the risk of of being derailed more right, right. by by comments and so as much as I'm I don't necessarily I don't want those to happen <laughs> I I I can't I'm not going to fight them you know what i mean like if this is what you, if this is what the show's about this is what the show's about if if someone's interrupting you know it's like Hey, everybody, are you guys cool with him? Or do you want me to, you know what I mean? Like right. they'll kind of be up to the group. It's like, no, buddy, shut up, let the Zane tell a story. So, you know, it's, it's, it's going. I'm I'm there to be the host of this event, to tell stories and to make sure people are having an amazing time. Everybody. And and I think it's a little bit different than when I did Drinking Meat Easy and my Sing the Booze tour, is that this is more. This will be more organic, more fluid, uh, and and I hope more fun. Even those, even though those were fun. Did you go to either one of those? I didn't make it to either one
0: of those. Okay, Uh, but again, it's it's that that beautiful evolution of what you do. Like you know, the the drinking made easy tour, without what that tour was. This one can't exist in the way it does, like, and that's that's true with yeah, all that, of your shows That is definitely too. an evolution. Watching each of your shows and how they kind of evolved from one to the next, like it, yeah. it's just, it, it, I, I, don't know of anybody else that's had, um, had a career like this where you see that transition and that that that, that and maybe I just maybe I'm just not as big of a fan of it. And maybe there is somebody
1: <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I think on many many levels, everyone kind of goes through it. And by the way, I'm not looking to put myself in the same company as, as, as this gentleman, but like, you know, Frank Sinatra had an, a great career in the beginning and in the middle, he was like, he couldn't buy publicity. And then he found his groove again. And then he, he, he went out on top. And so, you know, a lot of people don't realize that there was a good amount of years that it was like, you know, things were not happening for him, the albums weren't doing as well. So I mean even somebody like, you know, one of the greats like him goes through these ebbs and, and, and right. flows. It's just about maintaining positivity and 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 staying persistent. And not staying persistent for the sake of persistence. It's like, you know, evolve. Evolve yourself, evolve your your media. You know, as the medium of, you know, TV, podcasting, all that kind of stuff evolves, you gotta you have to evolve with it. Know your audience and 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 just speak speak to them, while also trying to grow it as well. So it's a, well, it's a delicate dance.
0: And as we kind of wrap things up, um, I know you have to go here, but sure. um, adventure. You know the company, uh, even watching that company and its short lifespan here. You know, kind of evolve as you figure out what yeah, it is to That end.
1: that is that is evolving, but this it's the same kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, we launched it with the with the largest, uh, most funded Kickstarter, most funded apparel Kickstarter ever. Uh, and then we're doing great. And then I came up with this idea of, of, um, of not making our stuff overseas anymore and moving to making our stuff solely in the U S and it was, it was a very noble pursuit because I was doing it for the right reasons. Um, all the reasons that people already know, but it, it was it's so difficult to get manufacturing done in the US, especially when it comes to innovative apparel. Um, that, you know, and, and some of the partners we worked with, they just they just weren't they just weren't right. And and it almost it almost tanked us, but we evolved. We're now going back overseas. And overseas doesn't mean we're just going overseas, you know, willy-nilly. We're we have great partners. Um, very environmentally focused partners. We're a very environmentally focused company, and so you know we're we're now back to overseas partners and and creating the best products for our customers. Um, you know, with that little asterisk within 2020 of not only dealing with the pandemic, but dealing with manufacturers like domestic manufacturers that just weren't as into it as right. as maybe some overseas companies were so again it's all it's it's all about taking your punches and then learning from them and growing so i i guess on on many levels you're right It it is it is evolution it's like you know, we don't need these wings anymore. Let's develop bigger feet, you know?
0: Maybe, maybe from the perspective of the customer on my end, maybe it all yeah. looks, maybe it all looks a little more, uh, a little more smooth and, um, smooth and romantic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it should. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> whereas I'm, I'm sure on your end, it's more of a, uh, a struggle and a, uh...
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you, but, but but it's, but it's just challenges, right? Everything is challenges. You mentioned challenges that you, that you have with your podcast. It's like, It's all about just powering through them like, okay, this didn't work. What's next? You know, just kind of making those moves. What is next? What's next for Zane Lamprey? I mean, this tour, this tour, this tour is it. I mean, I'm doing this tour from, uh, I start in less than a month and then, uh, we go up until December 18th. That's insane. And it, it is insane. Right now there are 75 shows. They'll probably end up with over 80. Um, and then I, there's talk about taking the tour to Australia and possibly the UK in uh, in the beginning of 2022, but I'm going I'm going back on tour, um, you know, with uh, with another with a new show in in 2022.
0: If you don't have somebody with you uh, recording video of all of this for YouTube, um, I'm going to be very grumpy with you because I would watch every single episode, even if it was just quick shots yeah, of what you are we're, you're we're at talking about. City.
1: That we're talking about how what that looks like because at the end of the day, it's it's all money and resources and figuring out how to how to allocate those. So sure. is it just stories on my on my on my Instagram and Facebook, or are we actually putting together like a video, or are we doing it with a production company? Like we're talking with some production companies about turning this whole thing into a show. We'll see. We'll see. For me, the most important thing about this tour is, is me doing it right, being funny, making sure people have a good time so we can do it again. Like that for me is the most important thing. The secondarily are, if we can get a TV show out of it and that kind of thing. So We'll, we'll see. I don't know where I'll be next year at this point.
0: but <laughs> Well, uh, I can speak for me, and I, I'm assuming for, for a lot of people that listen to to my show, um, we'll be there alongside for the ride, regardless it. of what it is. It. Um, every product you've put out, I have fallen in love with. Um, I still struggle some fall and spring days. I look and I go, right, do I wear my drinking jacket today, or do I go with the fleece, or do I... I have this arsenal and it's I I love every single one of them. So
1: I I, I appreciate people like you sticking with us while we continue to sort sort that out and grow and evolve that, that, that make it, make it all worth it. So I appreciate that. I
0: I look forward to what's next. Thank you for all that you have done and thank you for making some time with me. You are clearly an inspiration for all the things that I do. The gnome, is kind of like Bleepliest, just a little behind the scenes for everybody who's well, watching. Beh-
1: by the way, behind the scenes, behind the scenes, we refer to you as gnarly. So, <laughs> so <laughs> maybe we, I'll transition to the no. No, maybe
0: I won't. We I actually had that discussion with you. He's like, what do I? What do I call you? Do I call you gnarly? And i am like, you? Know, you just call me. And then I told him my real name, which I'm not going to tell you. But no, do uh, not. I do <laughs> not. Do not tell me that. But you know this idea of a mascot that is not you know, not you, you know, this, 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 we could get really deep into all of the things that I've stolen from you. So (laughs) (laughs) no, do it, do it. Well, thank you very much.
1: You got to um, know <laughs> you're always
0: You're always welcome on any of my shows. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in September.
1: Likewise, man. I will see you before we know it. I'll sure. put
0: I'll put links in the show notes for anybody who is listening to uh, to websites for tickets. ZaneLamprey.com. It's really easy, though. Um, yeah, everything's there. Everything's uh, at ZaneLamprey.com. Adventure.com for, for all of the apparel and all of that stuff. That's adventure with a three. Um, again, yeah. There'll be a link. So yeah. thank you. You, you got, got it, Nelly. <laughs> Thanks, man. Have a good mm-hmm. one. You too. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Like I said, at the top of the show, if you don't um, already know who Zane is, go uh, go to drinktv.com to watch a bunch of his shows because huge inspiration and uh, I'm a huge fan of everything that he has done. So check that out and get out to one of his comedy shows when he's um, in town or somewhere nearby um, because the guy's hilarious and you can kind of get a little more insight into kind of why I am such a huge fan then. So huge thanks to Zane for taking a few minutes out of his extremely busy schedule to do my uh, lowly little Cincinnati podcast. Um, g- support him as a thank you to me. Um, if you want to support some of the things that I do, you can you support Zane and that, that, that makes me feel just as good. But you can also go to com slash support. And find all of the ways that you're able to support not just this podcast, but uh, the gnomecom and Drinking with the Gnome and the YouTube channel. All of that stuff is all supported by people just like you. Uh, I have to give a huge shout out to this week's sponsor. Um, so on on the Patreon page, you can find a level where um, you can sponsor the show, which means I'm going to give you a shout out during it because um, I, I know that... Uh, Sending money to anybody is a huge decision and the people that are uh, willing to um, support me in that way, I'm very grateful. So huge shout out to this week's or this month's sponsor, Brett Coleman Baker. You guys know who he is. You're in Cincinnati. If you don't know Urban Artifact at this point, I don't know what to tell you (laughs) Um, other than go um, get some Urban Artifact beer. They have an online store on their website, uh, which makes it really easy to get the beer delivered right to you. Or even if you have a friend that lives out of state, um, get on there and look because they ship to something like 13 states or some kind of um, crazy number like that. So um, a lot of people that don't live here in Cincinnati can still find a really easy way to get Urban Artifact Beer right to their doorstep. So um, tell a friend, tell a friend not just about Urban and their their home delivery. Um, tell them about this show. CincyBrewcast.com is the easiest way to, to get to it, um, but it's on every podcast platform that i think is out there if you find one where it's not on there shoot me an email because that's i made a mistake evidently (laughs) (laughs) but thank you very much we will be back next week next week's show is a cool one it's one that i have been again trying to do for a very long time we finally get out to sons of toil out in mount oreb um, they've been open for three years, and I've never made it out there to do a show with them. I've been out there before, but never to do a show. So um, that's my mistake, and I will spend the entire show apologizing to them for not being there sooner because what they're doing out there is really freaking incredible. So uh, stay tuned for that one, and thank you guys for listening. Uh, remember, um, support, support Zane because he took some time out to uh, to help me, <laughs> that means a lot. Um, thank you guys very much. Don't forget, this is Cincy Brewcast. It's the best source of uh, local Cincinnati beer news and voices, I guess. Beer voices. Because this is the voice of Scentsy Craft.
1: Cheers.